Team Health is for me, if you want it like that, really the number one KPI. Um, if you measure anything, then please start measuring Team Health. Welcome to the Azure Working Model Podcast. My name is Roman and I'm looking forward to host you in today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of the Agile Working Model Podcast. It's nice to have you here and that you're listening. My name is Roman and we're going to have today's episode about team health and KPI, um, which from my point of perspective is the most valuable KPI to prove your Agile Working Model. Um, maybe this episode will be different. Um, I was asking you um, out there, uh, if you want to have more interviews or if you would like to know a bit more from my perspective and my personal experience and surprisingly <laughs> the reservoirs uh, you want to know more about my personal experience and input so um, i will start creating more episodes from my perspective and the first one you're listening today here um, is team health as the most valuable kpi to improve your agile working model so i would say uh, let's jump into it and I want to tell you a bit about the content for today. So I have four main topics. First, I want to give you a short overview about KPIs in general, so key performance indicators, uh, why you should take them, why you should create them, um, what's measuring, like a short overview about that. Uh, then I want to go into team health, what team health actually is. And from my perspective, if you measure anything within your team, then you should measure the team health. Um, and in the third part, we're going into the point of how to implement that Team Health KPI into your Agile working model. So it's really practical on point. Um, I have also created some tools for you, which you can use. Um, and summing up that episode in the last one is to give you some examples from my experience from the field, um, from one customer and one from our personal product development, Connectilo, um, where we use Team Health as a KPI and, you know, just some learnings from that. All right, so let's just start and jump into the first part. Um, and I want to talk a bit with you about KPIs. Uh, just a short introduction, why and how to measure uh, as a general idea. So KPIs, um, and that's the first important thing, are key performance indicators. Uh, and as the word indicator says, it's just you know giving a direction and it's not 100% accurate. And that's not the idea of KPIs. KPIs came up, you know, in the early 80s, where it's about those points of making stuff visible and transparent. And I'm a huge fan of transparency. So I think KPIs are really, really, um, you know, useful and can have huge success input. But um, be careful with using them because um, often people take them as the one and only truth. And at the end, it's just one number. So first point you keep in mind, it's an indicator. Um, what are, another point what I often see is that people use KPIs on you know individual levels, so person A, person B, person B, and that's just total disaster. Never use KPIs on individual levels. It's a team. It's a you know bigger thing where you should use KPIs to measure team um, outcome or team health or whatever team velocity. Um, but you want to create an agile working environment based on values, not on you know competition um, of each individual team member. 
um, where you're measuring KPIs of each person. Then you're just ending up in a micromanagement mess where you don't want to get there. So next point, as I just said, micromanagement tool, and that's often where KPIs are misused. Um, it's not a micromanagement tool. It's not your uh, tool to play a dictator within the team. It's rather a mirror, and that's like I use it, a mirror as the current of the current situation or the past situation for your team, um, where you can rely and reflect on and say like, hey, look, that was the last sprint or the last sprints. Um, it worked out like this and that. We had velocity of this and that. Um, what does that mean for the for the future for us? Um, so really use KPIs as a mirror for your team um, together with your team and sit and think about what does it mean then. Um, yeah, obviously when you use KPIs, uh, it's the goal to learn and improve based on data and facts. You know, um, that's often a point what we don't have. We don't have data and facts, so we're often sitting in the teams and guessing as a whole agile is based a bit on estimation and guessing which is fine um, but after a certain amount of time you have to come back to some facts and data if it's a sprint if it's some sprints um, on your learning based on those data and facts and you're trying to improve on um, data and facts what you're measuring and their kpis can be really really helpful and useful but as i said really uh, they, they will never be 100% accurate and that's also not necessary KPIs that they have to be 100% accurate because there's anyways kind of, you know, subjective measurement at the end, especially when we look at the team health, um, which can't be, per, per, you know, perfect 100%. Um, as we are, for example, not estimating time hours in Agile, like based on time tracking, um, we're rather estimating story points, which are more than time its complexity and so on but that's another chapter what i want to say is that kpis don't have to be 100 percent accurate it's it's an indicator and also here pareto 80 20 rules is perfectly fine if you if you get 80 percent of the truth that's already a lot and um then the actual part of kpi starts which is super important and what people always forget um is once you have the kpi you have to do something with that you know you have to get into analysis of it and that's where you know often it ends up people get a number and say like oh look that's a velocity that's bad and it's like without was asking why without going deeper and digging in and thinking about where did it come from um, what happened that it looks like this now so really if you have the kpi it's the indication into a direction and then you have start thinking about uh why did it come like that and and where where um, is it leading us to with your team together, use in Scrum Master, use in Product Owner or Agile Coach, whatever you are, that, uh, whatever you are out there, just go together with your team and think about um, what does this KPI mean for us now and that number behind there. So, yeah, thinking about KPIs, um, maybe wrapping up that, that first part and thinking a bit about what what is KPIs, you know, at the end for. For me, it's really a perfect communication tool. It's a mirror, it's reflecting current and past uh, states. Um, it's bringing in some data-based facts, um, which lead to a tool that um, make it um, able for you to communicate better within your team um, or outside the team with stakeholders, um, management, other teams, whatever. And for me, it's really, it's communication. It's making stuff transparent and transparency is super important within agile working models. Yo, 
as I said, um, do not look at individual team members and do not look at individual time points neither. Um, what do you mean by that? Um, if you look at just in KPI, which is you know just on a certain time point, it will not tell you the truth. It's just an absolute point. It's an absolute number for a certain time. It's rather to see the bigger picture. What patterns are coming up after one, two, three, four, five iterations? Um, what's coming up there? So you know, try to find the patterns. Look at the bigger picture. Where's the trend going? Is it going up? Is it going down? Do you see kind of sinus curve coming up? Whatever it is, it's about you know finding those patterns, learning from them, and um, improving within the team. That for example, uh, an hole within the team emotions which was which was negative can be avoided last uh, next time uh, in the next iteration so my really um, recommendation for you is measure at least three sprints um, to make a first analysis otherwise it's just a cer certain time point where you don't get the full truth all right so kpi summing up it's an indication and for me it's a communication tool use it as communication tool and then you find set up for using KPIs in a proper manner. As I said, the next part will dig deeper into team health. And team health is for me, if you want it like that, really the number one KPI. Um, if you measure anything, then please start measuring team health. Um, what I often been asked, you know, what important KPIs do we have in Agile? And they're like velocity, uh, sprint burndown, burndown charts, epic burndown, all those stuff. There's like cumulative flow diagram. You have all those KPIs. It's, it's important. It's nice. It's very helpful. But it's already so much focused on methods and tools again that we are often forgetting the, the important part where Agile came from. And if we look at the Agile manifesto, like the original roots, um, it says individuals and interactions over processes and tools. So um, that's why I'm convinced that you should start, if you measure anything um, on the individual side, like on your team and person side, on the interactions, rather on than on the tool side, like, you know, measuring velocity means at the end you're measuring how many tickets have been solved and not solved, which is important. But first, let's try to look at the people. How are the emotional states within the team? What is the subjective feeling of the members? And um, what does it show at the end of an, of an sprint? And there's coming in that team health, um, which is super good method and super good KPI um, to just reflect what the team thinks and brings in after an iteration or in sprint. So as said, I always recommend to start with people in the team um, and people and team oriented KPIs that deliver direct insights and the team health does so. And yeah, the idea of the team health, what is it? It's actually to improve based on the feedback of your team, based on the emotional states, based on their feelings, um, which is always hard to measure at the end because it's very subjective. But however, I think with team health, you get at least those 80-20 Pareto rules, as I said before, where you have enough data and enough learning um, that you can improve over time. So um, what is team health? What is the KPI? It's basically based on some ideas from Spotify. Spotify has um, they introduced Agile over the years. They learned ah, we need kind of KPIs which are reflecting 
the feelings and the emotions and the learnings within the team. So some questions are taken from Spotify, adjusted a bit, but you know I'm trying to improve the stuff over my learnings and from my personal experience. So it's probably based on Spotify, but um, you know developed a bit further already. However, um, team health includes right now six questions uh, regarding the state and health within the team. I will go into those questions in a minute and tell you what they are and um, how easy it is actually to ask your team those questions. Um, it's a, basically a survey which you send out um, every iteration, every sprint. If you're not working in sprints, if you're working in Kanban, I would recommend to send it be before every retrospective. I will talk a bit more about implementation uh, in the next part of that podcast so that you know how and when to, to include that. And at the end, the team health is shown in a graph over time, over iterations, over sprints, where you see the answers of those six questions. And you can learn and see, oh, what's the pattern of it? What's coming up there? Why did it happen like this? Um, I would like to read out now those questions and show you, um, yeah, basically uh, both ends of the questions. So what possible answers there are. Um, if you want to know more about those questions and read a bit more about it, I created a post. I have those readme posts. And um, if you go on my website, romanpeske.de slash content, um, you can find the readme 03, where I'm yeah, going a bit more into detail about team health. And you have the visualization, which probably helps a lot to understand it even more. Um, however, let's start with the first question you're asking when you want to get the team health and um, the first question is do you have the feeling that we delivered value so i ask here in the past tense because i'm asking about the last sprint um, you can ask also about you know a certain time frame but it's about delivering value and as you know at the end of a sprint there should always be delivered value to the customer and why not asking your team if they have the feeling delivered value or not so um, on the one side of that question, we have nope, no value at all. That would be a very negative answer. And then on the other side, we have we changed the world, um, which means, yeah, basically um, we completely delivered value to the customer based on the feeling of your team members for sure. That's a really interesting question, which gives a lot of insight, especially when the times are getting rough, you know, when there's a lot of work coming in from management, if, um, they're happening some bugs or incidents I just see in practice. That question is reflecting quite well the current situations you have um, within your sprints. So that was number one. Um, number two uh, is more based on the idea of looking a bit more in the code. So I'm asking and I'm working a lot with development teams. And therefore, I want to know from the team members, what do they think about the health of their code base? That's why I'm asking how healthy is the code base of your product? In our case, for example, um, we're developing that product Connectilo. So how healthy is the code base of Connectilo? And there I'm asking on the one hand side, um, not at all, or on the other side, fit as, yeah, you can interpret that by yourself, but very fit. So, you know, we have from one to five again, um, not at all, or very fit. And that's very interesting because you're getting a feeling as a product owner or as a team and Scrum Master for your technical depth um, within your code. Are there a lot of refactoring 
problems? Do we have a lot of bugs? Do we have, you know, a lot of stuff? Um, or you also see, did we do in the last iteration a lot of workarounds? And that's why the code base is right now really bad. So I really appreciate the question and there's always coming in very important feedback. Uh, next question, which is a bit broader, but um, tries to sum up some feelings of the team members. And that's why I'm just asking how productive have we been in the last sprint? And then every individual person can select from a very negative side. We never seem to get stuff done or very positive side. We get stuff done really fast. So that's just, you know, the broad feeling of productivity for each member based on his subjective feeling. If we look at question number four, I'm asking, do you feel that you are in control of what you're doing or rather feeling like a marionette? And for me, that is really a game-changing question because as we want to empower our team members and we don't want to tell them how people have to do stuff because that's at the end the stuff developers should decide, I, I want to know if they're feeling like they're a marionette, you know, that they're not in control of what they're doing. Um, that's why on the one hand side, uh, you have the marionette, which would be a not good answer. And on the other side, I'm having the I'm a player in the game. So which just shows, yeah, I'm, I'm having the option to decide and um, basically we are deciding and that's where you want to, to be with your Agile team. Uh, looking at the last two questions, um, they're really based on the personal points for each um, yeah, team member. So um, the num question number five is asking, did you learn anything within that sprint iteration or time frame? from not at all to I'm learning a lot? or I did learn a lot, uh, which just shows up, hey, um, are people learning something? Are they, you know, um, gathering new experiences? Are they looking um, outside the box? And, you know, do they improve in their skills? Which is important because if you're just doing all the same over and over again, um, you know, the team gets stuck anyhow, and it's important. We are, we are human and we are made for you know, learning and improvement over time. That's why I like that question. And looking at the last question of the team health, it's, did you have fun in the last sprint? Um, I'm often getting um, criticism about that question because um, it's like, hey, fun, it's work, it's relative. But I think it's really important to ask, um, did you have fun? Um, because at the end, you're spending a lot of time at work and it's really important to enjoy what you're doing. and. Um, that spirit in the team is good. So um, I'm asking here, did you have fun? From the left side, you have like really negative, it was boring as fuck. And on the other side, you have fun, 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 which just shows the personal, um, you know, feeling of each individual member. So that are the six questions regarding the team health uh, KPI, which are then bringing um, in all the answers of all team members for sure. And that brings me actually to the fourth part of that podcast episode um, in which I would like to share you now how you can include that KPI in your agile working model. So from my perspective, as the team health is a really you know, personal thing and rather based on emotions and individuals, um, first thing I would highly recommend to do it anonymous so that nobody knows who's doing what and answering what. And that's why I also see it rather on the Scrum Master side. So um, the Scrum Master should be responsible for 
um, getting the survey, sending out the survey and generating KPI um, rather than the product owner. Why? Because the product owner is bringing in, you know, new requirements, bringing in new tasks. And um, it's from my perspective, more the Scrum Master who is protecting the team, who is responsible for the team health, for the yeah, for the environment within the team. So I see generation of the team health KPI on the Scrum Master side, which uh, actually works very well. Um, as said before, that you can easily create the team health um, and just start trying it out within your team. I prepared an Excel template, um, which you can find on my website, romanpaske.de slash tools. And yeah, also Google Forms survey. Um, which um, comes with that Excel template where you can easily just start sending out the survey to your team, generate uh, the input and then just put the data in the Excel and get the first results. But it's more important to understand how to include it within your agile working model and the process. That's why I would like to share you um, how we do it or how I would recommend to do it. So um, once you're working in sprints or if you're working in sprints or iterations um, or even if you're working in Kanban, first thing is you should really ask your team if they're okay if you start tracking the team health. You know, it's a personal thing and um, they have to click through a survey once in a while. So just ask a team if they're fine, if they want to see that results and based on that improve as a team. I never got that answer yet that it's not fine. Actually, everybody was positively um, yeah, amused to just do that and just to go into it and to give it a try. And all teams I work with it with them so far, they really like it and see a huge leverage and advantage in it. So first, ask the team if they're okay with that. And then if you're working in sprints, send out in the last week of your sprint or iteration the survey to the team members. If you're a product owner or a team member or agile coach developer, ask your Scrum Master to send it out. Um, they're responsible for that. And ask the team members kindly to just fill out the form, which is basically just answering those six questions I was just telling you and reading out by clicking them, um, which is fun, which is fast done within two minutes and just reflect shortly from your per personal perspective to the sprint, the last one. So in the last week of your sprint, send out a survey. And then once all um, answers are in and once the sprint is finished, um, as you collect the answers, just generate the KPI. As I said, I have that tool for you, which makes it easy. And then um, I often do it that we share that results within the retrospective. It perfectly fits into the format of retrospective because it's, you know, a team input, it's a team thing, and it's just a nice opener also for the retrospective to see, hey, uh, what was the last iteration, what was the last print about, and how did it feel uh, for the team? So um, within the retrospective, you can use it as a nice opener or as a summary, um, but don't forget to go into the analysis. Um, as I said, start out and work like two, three, four iterations before you go into deep analysis but once you're having a certain amount of data and you can start seeing patterns um, don't forget the analysis together as the team maybe you as a scrum master if you're a scrum master you can already um, do some pre-analysis from your point of view but include the team and think about the outcomes what does it mean and um, what results um, and what improvements can be taken from that now 
All right, that was the part about how you can include that within your Agile working model. Um, and the last thing I want to share you are basically two examples from the field. Um, the first one is about a, uh, about a customer of mine, and the second one is about the product development Connectilo, which is our own product, and we're working there in a team as well. And I just want to show you quickly and tell you how we are using Team Health within those two cases. So as I'm the Agile coach within that um, team, basically, we're introduced um, Team Health at a first team within July 2019, so roughly a year ago. And yeah, there that customer had basically three teams. Um, altogether, there are more than 25 people. And um, every team is tracking now um, the Team Health. The first team, as I said, um, from July on, and the other one started a bit later. And now they are all synchronized, so they're working in the same sprint and iteration rhythm. And what they have now for an advantage is that they are also having an, a monthly meeting, so which is basically after each iteration, after each uh, sprint, they're having their gap week. A gap week is another thing I would like to share with you in another podcast, but within their gap week, I will tell you more about that in another podcast, um, they're having their monthly meeting where all those three teams come together and they talk about their team health results. You know, each team presents the other teams their results. And um, that's already first interesting part because, you know, each team is individual, but anyhow, they were working in the same time in the same cadence and you often see differences, which makes it interesting for the analysis afterwards. Um, learning after nearly a year now for the first team is that you can really see those trends. You see when team is a bit more down um, emotional-wise, you see it when it's going more up. Um, and for example, in October last year, there was huge incidents coming in from customers. Um, and you know it was really tough times for the team. It was very exhausting. And they were just um, yeah going close to their max capacity and everything. And then a lot of people got sick on top. And you really directly saw that within the team health, it was just going down. They didn't have the feeling of delivering any value. They didn't have the feeling of learning anything. They were just firefighting. And from that, we really created an extra um, retrospective to sit together and think about what can we do that this will never happen again? How we can we improve? Because the team health was just falling into the you know um, dark hole where it shouldn't be. So it's really a good, um, tool and to analyze and we started analyzing we came up with some ideas from the team itself and being honest for all three teams of those 25 peoples in total they don't want to miss the team health anymore because they just um, see the value and um, yeah the outcome how you can prove improve on that that um, KPI one more thing which can be said here we are also doing um, generation of different KPIs, velocity, planability, estimation, accuracy within those teams. And it's quite interesting because they're kind of related even to the team health. You see, for example, um, the velocity related to the feeling of delivered value and stuff like that. So you can bring them in correlation and learn from those KPIs um, Yeah, from another. However, I would still recommend start over with the team health as the first KPI if you're just starting with KPIs. And another example, as I said, is Connectilo, our own product development. So that 
OPCUA to REST translator. Um, by the way, who's interested in that topic, just go on connectilo.de. Um, you can find more information there and register as test user. However, within that product development, which is quite young still, so we have now our third sprint coming up, we started tracking the team health directly from the beginning. Um, it was important for me, as I learned that from the field, you know, that team health is just generating a lot of value. I asked the team, which is for people big, um, is it okay for you to track it, to learn from each other and to see what's coming up? And to be honest, we can't tell much yet because we're just starting within the third iteration. It's slowly getting interesting because you can start making small analysis of the third or fourth iteration and sprint then. Um, however, we just, what I wanted to share you with you, uh, we integrate that directly in Confluence. So we're working with Jira and Atlassian and we directly integrate that in our retrospective, publish it in Confluence so that the whole team um, has it and it's visible for the whole team, which just, just creates huge transparency and feeling of, you know, being transparent, honest to each other and um, makes it easy for the team to understand where we're standing. So two examples from the field regarding team health. Um, basically, we're already coming to the end of that podcast episode. I just want to wrap up some points um, for that part. Um, it was about team health, as I said, as in KPI, and from my perspective, still the most valuable KPI if you start um, to improve your agile working model. KPIs, take them as indicator, that's important. And don't forget to start analyzing once you have KPI ready. Um, start with team health because um, Agile is based on individuals and interactions and we should first look at the people rather than on the tools. That's why I love thinking in what does the team think and how can we improve based on the team's feelings and emotions. Um, team health consists uh, of six questions which can be find within the survey. Um, you will get ones uh, you just go on the website um, of mine and you can just download the tool and you see the survey as well. Um, those six questions are simple to answer. It's easy. It doesn't take much time for the developers or for the team members to, to just answer them. And at the end, you know, it's easy to integrate within your Azure working model process. Um, just take the Scrum Master as that's the person who's close to the team and tries to protect the team. Send it out within your last week of the sprint, collect the answers and bring it into the retrospective to learn and analyze the team health and improve based on those um, outcomes. So from my side, thank you very much for listening for that pod to that podcast episode. Um, everything um, I just said, I will be linking also within those um, show notes so that you can just um, find everything there. If you want to get in contact with me or if you have questions regarding the implementation of Team Health, just feel free to contact me however you want, either on Instagram, Roman Peske, on my website, romanpeske.de slash contact, um, or just via mail, contact at romanpeske.de. I'm looking forward, um, if I can help you out, uh, whatever is out there, stay safe, stay healthy in those Corona times. And yeah, I'm looking forward if you can improve your team with team health and KPIs. Have a nice afternoon and goodbye. Thank you very much for listening.